0: Just like in an argument, even though I felt like I was right. I was right for being upset. I was right for being frustrated. If I look at it from an outsider's perspective, I wasn't. I let my emotions get the best of me. I wasn't receptive to love. I wasn't receptive to support. And I wasn't receptive to it because it wasn't the way I wanted it. It wasn't the way I wanted it to look. My name is Veronica Cisneros and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. So we're skiing and the kids end up taking off like a bat out of hell. I feel pretty confident about skiing. Like I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not like this pro skier but I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good, right? I'm good with greens, um, blues, blues I can do. So we're skiing and left and right. There's like medics, like no tomorrow, like coming down the hill. And you know, they're, so it's like, it's like somebody dressed in red, right? So somebody dressed in red, I I believe they're a medic, but they're, there's somebody that's going to help you if shit goes down. Right. And they're pulling like, a body I mean don't get me wrong don't get all gory they're they're pulling someone that's been hurt they either broke they broke something they hurt something but they're hurt and so you see them dragging right dragging like someone down the line and that was happening a lot so we're all kicking back take a took a break got the kids hot cocoa um because it's freezing up in Tahoe and I'm watching like in in literally less than an hour there was five people who had come down right And so it's like, okay, it's dangerous. And so I'm telling the kids, Brooklyn thinks she's like a professional skier. You can't tell her any different. Homegirl thinks she can ski diamonds all day. Aaliyah, (laughs) my baby, Aaliyah and Aubrey snowboard. And Aaliyah is really like, you can tell that she's gotten scared. Even though homegirl went to Big Bear, uh, Mammoth, like literally she was in Big Bear one week. The next week she was in Mammoth and now she's with us in Tahoe. So you would think like she's good to go, but being mama bear that I am, you can tell like something's not right. Like she's scared. Um, and Tahoe's like, Tahoe's mountains are no joke. They're they're no joke. Willie, Willie's just like, he's good. He could probably, he could probably ski down blacks, like, like easy. Aubrey, Aubrey's level. She's like in between greens and blues. Like she'll do blues just because she has, she has no fear. Um, but you can tell. Um, Brooklyn and Willie, like I mentioned, they could, they could probably totally do black. Having said that the kids decided, Hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and go down to blue. I'm like, all right, cool. And it goes greens, right? Greens are for beginners. Blues are for, you know what? You're, uh, you're more advanced than green. You're more advanced than a, a beginner, but you're still, still not an expert. Diamonds, black diamonds. Those are experts, right? And so I'm in. Like I said, I'm in the like I'm I'm a little bit above a green, but don't get it twisted because I all will I'll go from a blue to green any day. So we're on this hill, and mind you, some of the runs have changed just due to the lack of snow, and so we're up there, and you know the girls decided we left it to the girls. You guys wanted. To greens, you know, do a green or do you guys want to do a blue? And the girl's like, let's do blue. And it's like, okay, I'm so excited. We're going to do blue. Scared out of my mind. Um, a lot of caution signs, right? A lot of caution tape or, or not tape um, rope. And so it's like, okay, we're just going to do it. So we get to, we get to the blue part. No oh, girl it's blue. It's steep. And the ice it's like powdery. So not like your average, again, I'm not an expert skier. So please hold off on the judgment, but it's just like, there's some parts that are really powdery and it's hard to ski, at least for me. And there's some parts that are really, really icy. Like, of course, no slippery already, but this is like really, really slippery. And you can't like, you can't like control. Like, I feel like I I feel like I'm completely out of control. And so there's some of those areas and then other areas. It's just cool. Like that's my ideal snow to ski on. Right. Um, and so we're doing it and I don't know what's what again, in my mind is a bunch of people have gotten hurt already. Maybe not down this one, but on this mountain somewhere, somebody's gotten hurt more than five times in less than an hour. And so, um, we're going down. The girls are in front of us. Um, Willie's behind. So the first time I go down this one, I fall follow him. This guy had already, fa- this guy fell in front of me. And then of course I fall right behind him and it's steep. And I take forever. Willie's calling me. Of course he's calling me. Where are you? I'm not trying to pick up the phone. I'm not trying to pick up the phone, especially when I'm on the homeboy. I fell, I fell. This is not the time to have a conversation with you. Even though I know you're worried about me, you don't know where I'm at, but I'm not, I'm not picking up this phone. And so, um, so he's, this guy's getting up, I'm getting up. Right. He's like apologizing. I'm like, it's okay. I would, I, I, think I fell even, not even in your area, but I I probably didn't fall because of you. And so he ends up taking off the skis and like walking down. And then um, I'm like, well, I got this. There's a whole bunch of people coming. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're on a mountain and you have fallen and it's busy time of season, you are going to be roadkill. You are going to be roadkill, my friend. There's no other way around it. So I'm trying to get up. Willie's still calling me. Imagine the amount of stress and frustration I already have, right? So Willie's still calling me. Try to get a hold of me. I'm like just trying to get down this mountain. So talk myself through it, and it's like it's a no, it's a no. So I take off my skis. I start walking down, and I'm like, okay, stop, stop being a little baby cryer. Like you can do this. You can do. Stop being a little bitch, Veronica. You can do this. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Put my skis back on. Willie again calls me, and it's like, dude, leave me alone. Of course he has no idea what's going on, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to go down. So I come down. And then of course there's another big steep hill one after the other. And it's like, all right. So I'm talking myself through it. Never call Willie. Veronica, why didn't you call Willie? Because I was scared. I was scared and I was vulnerable. And that's not the time to have a conversation. So I go down the second hill and it's like, okay, that one's fine. And then I go all the way down. Willie's like, Hey, what happened? I was like, dude, totally fell. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Kids are like, Oh my God, mom fell. It was like a whole thing. Right fine, 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 fine. We get back on the ski lift, get back on the ski lift. We're talking about like how our day is going. And I'm like, shit, dear Lord, please don't let the kids don't, don't give the kids the idea of going down the same blue because I'm not trying to have it, not trying to have it. Um, and also I don't want to like burst their bubble because they're in it. And Aaliyah went down, Aaliyah was scared. So it's like, it's fine. And then, so we're going down and the girls are like, we want to go down blue. And it's like, of course you do. Why wouldn't you want to go down blue? So we go down blue again, same damn hill. And I'm Willie's like, let mom take the lead. Why would you put me in front? Why? Why would he put me in front? So rational Veronica now is able to know or able to answer, uh, answer that question. Why would he put me in front? Because he wants to make sure we're all safe. And he's in the back. Back then I'm like, in that moment, I was like, why the hell would he put me in front? let me just be in the back. Let me just be in the back. He could go in the front, but he didn't want to argue. He's like, no, you're going in front. I'm like, okay, I'm going in front. And then the girls are a little bit irritated that I'm taking forever to go down this hill. And I'm like, you know what girls just go ahead and go. There's a part of me that's like, they can be hurt. They can be like injured. They can fall. Like all of those things are coming up. Right. But there's also this part of Veronica. You just got to trust the kids just trust the kids like it's okay if they go like they're gonna be fine meanwhile I'm battling my own fears my own insecurities and so all of this is happening and so I look at William Willie's like I'm okay if you know I'm okay if you're okay so if you want them to go they can go and I'm like all right just go but don't go too far and they're like all right cool take off like a bat of hell a bat out of hell and they go little one little monkey feet little Brooklyn is like she's just gone. And so I'm in it. I'm scared, but I'm like, okay, my little monkey feet, my little 13 year old, she's going down. I can go down. I can go down. Then I start going down I'm like, holy shit. No, I can't go down. And then Willie right behind me is like, just put more pressure. You just got to put your, your, um, your ankles together, you know, and then just put more weight and you just need to bend down. I'm like, dude, stop, stop. Just stop. And he's like, what? I'm trying to help you. You're not, you're not helping me. You're you're not. I know you think you're trying to help me. I know you think you're helping, but you're not helping me. Fine. I'm not going to say anything. Awesome. Don't say shit. Don't, don't say anything. Well, I don't understand. You don't listen. I'm not doing this back and forth. My babies are down the mountain. I think halfway down. I know there's another big one after this. I don't know if they're okay. There's about five medics somewhere that are not here because they're with other people. And my ass is about to fall. I've already fallen. Didn't get hurt, but who's to say I won't get hurt this time, right? So all of this is going on for me. And Willie's like, just put your, I'm like, dude, just stop right now. Just stop. I know you want to support me, but this is not the way you support me. And he's like, no matter what I do, it's not working. I'm tired of being the bad guy. And I was just like, oh my God. I know this is one of those moments where I should apologize. I should say, babe, I appreciate. You're trying to help me right now. That's one thing that I love about you. I'm not trying to say any of that shit. What I'm trying to say is, babe, if you would just shut up right now, everything would be fine. Just let me do what I'm doing. Go with the kids. Save yourself. Leave me be. That's really what I wanted to say. So I'm battling the fact that I am a thousand percent vulnerable right now. I am a thousand percent vulnerable. I can fall, break my ankle. Who knows? I can run into a tree. I could run off this cliff. Did I tell you there's a cliff? Oh yeah, there's a cliff on my right side. There's a cliff, right? All of those things are happening for me. Meanwhile, Willie's upset and hurt because I just dismissed his supportiveness. I'm not trying to hear it. And so it felt like in that moment, there was so many things happening, so many things happening. And what do I do? Do I get down this damn mountain as fast as I can to go ahead and get our kids and make sure that they're safe? Do I stop and apologize and talk Willie down so he knows I'm not pissed off at him, really pissed off at him, not pissed off at him. And he's right. You know, I need to be a better wife. Like what exactly do I do? So what I actually decided, I'm not sure if it was the best decision, but it was the decision in that moment. What I decided to do was I'm going to talk myself through this. I'm going to talk myself through this. I'm scared out of my mind. I want to do all of the things that Willie's recommending for me to do. And I just feel so paralyzed. I feel so, so paralyzed in this moment. I can't see past it. And the goal is to get down this hill. It it is a goal. I just can't seem to get past all of these fears. And so I end up telling Willie, just go away. Go away. You're not supporting me the way I need you to support. Like, just please stop. Just stop. And he stops. But he like says things under his, you know, under his breath, and he like is at the at that bottom of the first till. And so I just start talking to myself. You're gonna deal with Willie in a minute. You're gonna figure out where your kids are in a minute. But for right now, you need to walk yourself through this. You first. You first. You need to walk yourself through this and you're not going to take off your skis. You're literally going to get down the, you're going to ski down this mountain. You are going to do it. And so I start talking myself through it for whatever reason. My, and whoever's a freaking expert skier, hey, send me a message after this on what I was doing wrong. Um, but as I'm skiing, like my left leg, my right leg is good. And I, I totally trust it. And you're doing like pizza pie, right? Totally trust it, but my left leg—it feels like my ski is kind of just like just could kind of shake off. Like it just doesn't feel like it's supportive. It's not doesn't feel like it's holding to the ground. And I'm trying, but for whatever reason, it's not happening, which just scares me even more. I end up getting, making it down that hill, and Willie's at the bottom, and he's just like staying. He's not saying anything at this point, and you can feel the tension. And I was like, babe. I literally went up to him and I'm like, babe, I know you're trying to support me. That's not the way I need to be supported right now. But I'm just, just give me a minute. Let me finish. Things like Veronica, you're doing a good job, even though I might not be doing a good job, but things like Veronica, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. Like just one of those pick one. I don't give a shit which one pick one. But one of those would be so much better than you trying to talk me through it. But, Veronica, you need to be coached. No, 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 no. I know that's your thoughts. I know you think I need to be coached. But in that moment, I just need support, not the support in the way that you want to support me in this way. I'm literally teaching you how to support me right now. And he's like, okay. And he was pissed. You could tell he's pissed because it was like one of those, okay like short. It wasn't like, okay, no, 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 draw now. No, it was, it was abrupt. Okay. Which pissed me off. Cause it's like, I just told you, and are you receiving this or you're not receiving this? And I was like, okay, wait a minute. You're not going to make this a fart fight. Not a fart. You're not going to make this a fight, babe. I recognize I was an asshole up there. I was, I, I, I acknowledge that. And I am sorry. I'm not trying to excuse it. I was scared. I don't know where the kids are at. I still don't know where the kids are at. because Jackass, they never they never stopped. They were at the bottom bottom. And so I'm like, I don't know where the kids are at. I'm scared because I watched five people get brought in on one of those sleigh thingies. and the like the way the snow is right now, it's not to optimal level, but it's just it's just scary. And so I'm scared, and I let that get the best of me. because I let that get the best of me, I was an asshole to you. and I'm sorry. And he's like, okay, I'm just scared, babe. I love you and I know you're trying to help me. He's like, all right. And I wish I could tell you, he totally brushed it off and everything was cool. And we were like, ah, love you, Debbie. But no, he needed time to process it. And I recognized that he needed time to process it. So I was like, all right, let, let's go find our kids. He's like, all right, cool. And so he's still behind me. And it just left me thinking, I was still trying to coach myself through. But like once I finally get to the bottom, it was like, "Holy shit, I love this man. I love this man so much. And I love him because of these things that he does for me. And that could have been a, that could have gone so south. I could have kept on going. Didn't you hear me? What are you doing? You're not like, look, you're making it all about you again. Now I have to tend to your needs, even though I'm scared out of my mind. I could have done that. And I hate to admit it, but I have done that in the past. I've totally done that in the past. This was different. I recognized a few things. I was vulnerable. And whenever I'm feeling vulnerable, that's when my emotions get the best of me. And I say shit that I don't mean. In addition to that, not only was I vulnerable, I was scared. There were so many things that were going on for me. I was scared. I didn't know where the kids were. Was I going to make it down? Was I going to get hurt? Like all of those things came up for me. And it made me start to think about like my life and what my life looks like right now. And am I living my life's purpose? Am I living the life I want to live? Like, and it's a question I'm asking you as well. Don't worry, this isn't going to be one of those New Year's, like, okay, we're all going to come up with a resolution and, you know, new you, new me, new year, new me, or whatever the hell the phrase is. I just want you guys to think about your life right now and how you're living it. The passion is so low these days that I feel parenthood and other commitments are taking control. I wanna feel like it's me he wants to spend time with. Yeah, I've said those exact words 100 times to my friends after realizing that the man I said I do to wasn't the same person, or was I just imagining it? But here's what I finally realized that changed things for me almost overnight. I started to use four simple and effective steps that changed our communication and connection for the better. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, I got excited and started showing my clients and they too were seeing changes instantly. Whether you've been married for one year or 15, these tips work and I can't wait to share them with you. Girl, I got you. I wanna personally invite you to my live two hour online workshop. This is for moms who have said, empty promises just aggravate me so much he says he will do something or take care of something then he doesn't communication has always been a weak point for us he says things without thinking i try to logically work through things and he reacts emotionally i try to say what i feel in a constructive manner he takes it personally and attacks me boundaries are a confusing topic for me because i am a helper i have this innate need to help anyone i can So if this is you and you are ready to get off this hamster wheel, then allow me to guide you through this four step process. I can't wait to meet you personally. So again, this is a two hour live workshop. And for whatever reason, if you cannot attend, girl, I got you. This will be recorded, which means you will have lifetime access. This is for women only. If you are ready to go from roommates to lovers, then let's go ahead and step outside of our comfort zones together. Allow me to guide you. If you're ready, what I'd like you to do is go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop. Again, that is empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop. Get ready, mama, because we are about to do some work. I did this podcast episode. Um, Oh, you guys just listened to it. I did this podcast episode and she left me with something so valuable and I have it right here. She had stated that the changes, the changes she started making were based off of this question. Does your calendar match your values? Does my behavior match my values? Is the way I'm existing in my relationship matching my values? And I'd love to say, yes, across the board, yes, it it is. The reality is, no, it's not. And just because I'm piling everything in my calendar so that I'm off at a certain time doesn't mean that's what I've, doesn't mean that it's in line with what I value. And just because I maybe, you know, take vacations or go on dates with my kids or go on dates with my husband. Like that doesn't mean I'm fully living my life the way I want to live it. And that's something I need to hold myself accountable for because who else is going to do it? No, nobody's standing in line. Not at least in my, you know, in in my area, there's nobody standing in line wanting to help me change this. I got to be an active member. I have to be my own advocate. I have to be the one that does this. And so does your life, the way you're living it, match what you value? And if it's not, why not? What's potentially standing in the way? And for a good amount of you, I can already hear you say time, Veronica, I'm up against time and I'm going to call bullshit. There's never going to be enough time. There isn't. There isn't ever going to be enough time to do all the shit that you want to do. And so this is where we prioritize. I started thinking about like my calendar and what it looks like. And I'm, I'm going to look at it now. Um, on Monday, I have off. You'll be, this episode will be released on Monday, which is January 1st. But I'm looking at like, I'm in back-to-back sessions, back-to-back sessions, back-to-back meetings. Everything's back-to-back. I don't want my life to be that way. I like being busy. Why? Why do I like to be busy? well because there's this fulfilling feeling that i get when i'm busy it's like shit's getting done shit's getting accomplished but again is this do i want to just constantly live a busy life no i i don't and this is one of those areas where i need to hold myself accountable but veronica how does this relate to the story you just gave us well just like in an argument even though i felt like I was right. I was right for being upset. I was right for being frustrated. If I look at it from an outsider's perspective, I wasn't. I let my emotions get the best of me. I wasn't receptive to love. I wasn't receptive to support. And I wasn't receptive to it because it wasn't the way I wanted it. It wasn't the way I wanted it to look. And so I'm thinking about my life right now and the things that I want to do for you guys, how I want to serve my community, how I want to serve my kids, how I want to serve my husband. So what does this look like? And what changes do I want to make right now? More importantly, what are the excuses I make that deter me from living life to the next level? What are the excuses you're making? Not enough time. My husband's not on board. Things will never be the way I want them to be. My husband will never achieve the goals he sets his mind out. Like, what is it? I want you guys to think about that for a minute while I charge my computer because it's about to die. If you don't have a pen and paper, write this down because you're not going to come back and listen to it. Write it down. What excuses am I making? What things are really preventing me from living the life I want to live? It's not time. It's not your calendar. It's it's you it is you. Why do we do that? And I'm, I'm really asking, why do I do that? Why do we do that? Is it because we're stuck in the familiar? If I load up my calendar, if I multitask, if I, you know, I'm able to go out and be out on a date with my daughter, but also answer this one email, if I'm able to be on a date with my husband, but also network while we're here. Like Why are we so wrapped up in trying to go ahead and maximize all of this time instead of being in the moment, being intentional? Why are we so stuck on all of these goals? And not to say that that's bad, but like maybe the way that we're after the goals is preventing us from accomplishing them to begin with. Like something to think about. You know, I I was listening to this book that I'm reading. It's called Clockwork and um, listening, like I said, listening to this book I'm reading because that's how I listen to books or that's how I read books is by audio. And it was saying that, yeah, we fill up our calendars, but we lose sight of the mission. And I am a thousand percent guilty of that. And so what changes do I need to make? And so I'll tell you right now what changes I personally need to make. And I, I want to hear from you guys too. I want this to be like interactive, even though I know this is a recorded podcast, but send me a message on like Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you follow me, send me a, send me a message. But like, what changes do you need to make? We'll get to the goals later, right? I mean, you guys are all going to do your new year's resolution anyway. Um, but I want you to think about like, what changes do you need to make? What changes do I need to make? Well, maybe one thing that would be really, really helpful for me is on Mondays, on Mondays, if instead of starting my workday at eight and start seeing clients at eight, if I switch that over to start at 10, that would, that would help out so much that would help out so, so much. Why? Because I'd be able to come into the office at eight o'clock. I'd be able to check my emails. So let's say I would give myself an hour to go ahead and check my emails. And then after that hour, I would, um, let's say at nine o'clock, I would, um, maybe come up with a plan. Like it doesn't have to be all like back to back. And that, if you guys notice, like, that's exactly where I'm going. I'd start with this, start with this. No, no, no. So maybe I start at, you know, eight, check all my emails, nine, I get myself ready. Um, Maybe, you know, eat my breakfast, um, figure out what I'm going to eat for lunch, prepare my lunch. I don't know. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but like I can relax for that hour. And then at 10, I can um, finish the book because that's one thing I don't do. I don't like schedule these things in. And I just hope Do you guys are you guys guilty of this? I like have a whole bunch of things to do, but I never schedule them in so they don't get done. But I have a big ass, long ass to do list. So maybe insert something that is on my to do list and schedule it instead of just putting it on my to do list, actually putting it on the schedule. And then I start seeing clients at 11 and then I'm here, you know, let's say, you know, back to back 11 till three or 11 till four. And then on Tuesday, on Tuesday, I can do the same thing, but I don't have to be in like that back to back mode because that back to back mode, I have to be honest, it is killing me. It's like this slow, slow death. And I don't want that. So instead of trying to maximize my time, what if I utilize it in a different way? Utilize it in the way that I give myself rest. I allow myself to, instead of like being a part of everything, be a part of doing the things that I love, like designing. And so my question to you is, what changes do you need to make? Does it involve your calendar? Does it involve the time you spend with your husband? The time you spend with your kids? Like being more intentional is the goal, right? Well, if that's the goal, then how are you actually executing it? Again, the question I'm going to ask you is what changes do you need to make to live the life you want to live? And that that's where we're going to stay. What changes do you need to make to live the life you want to live? Let me see if I can come up with another one. Another one would be, so there's my calendar. Another change I need to make would be, um, and I've already started to do this and it's worked really well. And I'll go ahead and give you guys this tip. Another change that I've made is paying attention to all of the small things. Paying attention to the small things often. And I've done really well with this um, with Willie. And I gotta tell you, the minute I like, The minute I shifted that focus to pay attention to all the small things, all the things that he has done, like just for me, for the family, you know, things he does for the house, for himself, whatever it is. I don't know why, but he just seems so much more attractive to me. Like, don't get me wrong. I already think my husband's sexy, but it's just like, he's like way more sexier and it, it's that, I know, I know what it's from. It's from that shift in your brain, like your shift. Remember, I've always told you guys the brain attaches itself to negative memories, like Velcro, positive memories, like Teflon. But as I'm using that muscle more and really, really paying attention to all of the small things, well, it's just a little bit more sexy. And you guys want to know something else. Sorry, mom, if you're listening earmuffs, but something else, like I want more, I crave more intimacy. Literally, I crave more intimacy when I'm in that mode, like, because it's just like, Hmm, I want to be a part of this. Like, Hmm, I want to be all up in it. You know, like, it's just, it's just one of those things, like, just in paying attention to all of the small things. It's like, there's a heightened level of attraction. There's a heightened level of intimacy. Um, hmm, we might be lucky, get lucky tonight. Not lucky, but we might get some tonight just because I'm like thinking right now of all of the things he's done, but I want to definitely be better at that. Like like, really, really pay attention, not only for Wooly, but even, like, staff um, and my kids. Just so I can feel more connected, more drawn, more in tune, right? And so they can feel sane as well. I mean, it's just, like, a double-double. Um, another area that I know needs work is my health and my body. I've been doing pretty good with, um, like just eating the things that I want to eat and not restricting myself, like not feeling like this, it's this punishment, you know, however, do I really want to eat all of it? Or do I want to take a couple bites of it? Um, and savoring, savoring it. That's another area that I can definitely, I'm doing good, but I can definitely continue to work on and then working out Working out, oh my gosh. I love the feeling of working out and I don't want to be like 90 and I can't move and I'm on a wheelchair um, because I didn't move my body enough. However, like the feeling I get when I work out, it's like this ridiculous high. And so, all right, what changes do I need to make so that my health is a priority? Well, I got to stop saying yes to my phone. Do you guys have that problem too? Where you say yes to your phone. Like you grab your phone when you wake up. And you look at like your messages. You look at like your likes. You look at how many people viewed your stuff. Oh God, Veronica, you're one of those. Yeah, I think we all are. But yeah, like instead, like just getting up. I don't have to connect with the world. Just connect with me. And if I can do that. Oh. How fulfilled I'd be. Gosh, it's like we know exactly what to do, but we don't do it. And so, this is why instead of us doing this whole New Year's resolution, which I mean, do it anyway if you want to, but this is why I went this route with this episode. Identifying the changes you need to make, list them, list five. Let's go crazy. List five. And then, once you've identified the changes you need to make to be in line with your values, I want you to write down like, Well, what steps do you need to take to make those changes and what's standing in your way? Kind of like the five-year plan episode that I, that we've done, I've done in the past, kind of like that episode. And that's where we're going to go. And that's where I'm going to leave you guys. What changes do you need to make to live the life you want to live? What changes do you need to make so you feel fulfilled? What changes do you need to make in your relationships? what changes do you need to make in your marriage what changes do you need to make in your business list that out list that out and let me know and let's start with one like let's not get all fucking crazy i know you guys are all high achievers and it's like fuck it we're going to do all five i'm all about that too don't get me wrong i'm i'm, I'm going to hold back a little bit but let's let's go ahead and just pick one let's pick one and mine mine i'm i'm going to make a commitment to you guys it's going to be that. Does my calendar match my values? And if it doesn't, then that's the change that I need to make. And that's the change that I'm going to make. So I'm making that commitment right now, live to all of you guys that are listening. That's the change that I'm going to make. I'm going to change my calendar. So I actually have breaks and I can actually go to the bathroom because you guys have heard of my episodes. I've told you guys, there are times where it's like, okay, it's okay. I'll wait another hour. I don't need to go bathroom that bad. And that fucks with your health. So I need to go ahead and insert and make it happen instead of making excuses. That's all the time I have for today. You guys, thank you so very much for just being a part of like empowered and unapologetic. Thank you so much for everybody who has left a review. I read those reviews and I have to say, I like every single time I read those reviews, I am blown away with the changes that are happening with this podcast, with you guys, with your guys' relationship, with everything. I just want to say thank you. Happy New Year. Oh my God, we're in 2024. Happy New Year, you guys. Allow yourself to be loved. Allow yourself to be embraced. Allow yourself to be supported. Allow yourself to live. Bye. Bye. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just Two Sober Girls, we're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy, and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.